Well, today we have an awesome word for you. If you've been on this week, we have been talking about bias, like what what is bias? Because if we don't know what it is, we'll, we won't be able to identify it. So we've yeah. been talking about what is bias? Yeah. What does the Bible have to say about it? What do we do with it? Yeah. Why it's dangerous? And then yesterday, Pastor was on and he just unlocked so many things about allowing the light of God into our lives mm -hmm. to ensure that we're not walking in bias and deception. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So put in the comments right now, have you learned something this week that you hadn't before? Like, has the Lord just unlocked or dropped something in you that has caused you to just think a little bit differently on this topic? And I know for me, when Pastor first started talking about it, it was like, oh man, there's so yeah. much bias everywhere. Yeah, and deception. <laughs> Yesterday, Pastor talked about how the angels, a third of the angels were deceived. And I've heard that, like I've heard that exact wording used. I've heard mm -hmm. it, but it didn't hit me until yesterday. I've always in my mind pictured when the Bible talks about a third of the angels like falling. Yeah. And I've always kind of pictured it of like them choosing, like we just want to be evil now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But really they were deceived. Yeah. So if angels that were probably in God's presence, it, physically, yeah. in the manifested presence of God in heaven, if they were with him probably, and they were able to be deceived yeah. on who God was, on God's yeah. nature, and on yeah. things, yeah. how much more are people able to be deceived? And then yeah. Pastor also talked about the very definition of being deceived is you don't know it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that, which that's like blew my mind. And I've heard him say that before, but it's good to remind myself because mm -hmm. it's easy to be like, no, I'm not deceived. <laughs> no, by definition, you don't know that you're deceived. Yeah. Yeah. So there were some really important points yesterday mm -hmm. that he talked about like that. Well, and talking about deception, like one of the things that just kind of really, that, that sticks out to me is the reality that there's an entire war in the heavenlies that's fought over bringing revelation to us and keeping revelation from us. I mean, like you look at, at Daniel, right? When Daniel was fasting for 21 days, you know, what was he fasting for? For revelation so, yeah. that, so that the Lord can answer, you know, one of his prayers. And there was an entire w battle that took yeah. place um, before that angel was able to come to him and bring that revelation to him. You know, like angels bring revelation to us. Like you, you see it, you know, uh, when Gabriel showed up to Mary, he was bringing her revelation. Yeah. You know, angels are, are carriers of revelation, and demons are carriers of deception. You know, doctrines yes, of devils. We, we we talk about that. So like, there there's an entire war fought over um, bringing revelation to us, or yeah. you know, the devil is trying to keep revelation from us. Because if revelation comes to us, we stay in our deception. We yeah. stay we stay messed up. We stay you know in a position where we can't actually receive the things that God has for us. So like, and, and this is why, I, like, just since we've been talking about bias so much, why is it so important for us to recognize bias? You know, uh, it's because if we can recognize bias, that's revelation that where it opens us up to be able to recognize, no, there's a deception in this area. There's, there, there's an area of my life that I haven't fully surrendered over to God. Yeah. And the enemy doesn't want us to put off bias, he doesn't want us to, to get revelation because the only way he has any kind of power is if we give it to him because we've been deceived in our minds. Yeah. And so and so that's why, you know, what we've been talking about this entire week is so important. And if you haven't had the chance to go back and listen to the previous messages, do it. Because this is one of the ways that you can partner yourself with the kingdom of heaven yeah. in, 
in bringing that revelation and exposing the deceptions of the enemy. Because the Bible is very clear that, you know, when it says that, um, that we're not ignorant of the devil's schemes, you know, like yeah. we, it's, it's evident, it's all in here, you know, and, and we talked about a lot of the devil's schemes this week. So, you know, so that we, so that we are gain that revelation of the devil's devices and so that we can walk in the fullness that God has for us. This is an important message. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's important to do things his way. Mm -hmm. Like even even the message that we've been talking about, even the word this week, it comes, this revelation comes through being under the word, mm -hmm. comes from being in the anointing. So we have to have that revelation. That revelation yeah. will come to us when we operate in God's ways of yeah. getting it. Like we can't just get revelation on our, like uh, doing things our way. Mm -hmm. We need to do things God's ways. Yeah. Well, and that goes, that ties into what we're talking about today, too. Like, that particular point is how, like, great. The last four days have been all about, we like we have bias built into our flesh. Like, it's, it's part of the corrupted nature of our flesh. There's probably stuff that we have bias in right now. There's probably stuff that our flesh has had opportunity to be deceived with right now. Mm -hmm. What do you do with it? And that, honestly, that can feel after a few days or even in one message, it's like, well, here is this. What do I do with it? Know what's awesome about the Lord? He sets up systems to yeah. ensure that we're yeah. not trying to figure stuff out on our own. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so key in the body of Christ. Put this in the comments. God did not make me an island. And what I mean by that is you are not designed to do anything in the kingdom completely by yourself. That's not how God set up the world. Like you literally go back to Adam. God made all the animals. Adam's in the garden tending to the work of the, of the Lord. And then God said it wasn't good for him to be alone. And he brought someone that he designed specifically for him. And that's how God has set up his kingdom. He doesn't desire for us to be by ourselves. It says in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 18, that God, but now God has placed the members, each one of them, in the body just as he desired. That's meaning God takes us, takes me, and he places me in the body where he desires me to be. Yeah. So, you know, what's great right now, all three of us are from different states. No one on this broadcast here that you're watching grew up in North Carolina. No one's from Albemarle of the three of us. God literally took us from where we were living and placed us in the body of Boomerang because he desired for us to be here. God has a place specifically for you where you're going to grow and thrive. Yeah. And why it's so important is because the soil where you're planted is literally life or death. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. not an exaggeration. Literally life or death. It's any plant. You have to make sure the plant's going in the correct soil mm -hmm. just because naturally, physically. If you plant a cactus over in like rainforest type soil, it's going to die because it wasn't designed for that type of soil. So God knows where you've been, where I've been, where you've been. He knows, okay, Barrett needs to be in the soil of Boomerang. Buddy needs to be in the soil of Boomerang. Marky needs to be in the soil of Boomerang because it's where they're going to thrive. Yeah. It's also where deceptions are going to be uncovered if we'll yield to it. But planting and being planted is so key because it's where our life source comes from and it's how revelation will come through yeah. the soil. Yeah, and it's... Um, 
It's not something that we need to figure out and mm -hmm. we need to grasp our minds on. So me coming to North Carolina on paper did not make sense. Um, I come from a, a ministry, my family has a ministry, and I was very involved in that ministry, very. And so me coming here, and God doesn't call us to like move ministries often, or yeah. I, I'm probably not explaining that well, but basically to my head, logically it did not make sense for me to come here. I was already a part of something. and. But what was cool was when I started to, God started to show me, here's supposed to come here, and it happened fast, and I didn't know why. I had no idea why, but I remember inside of my spirit, not in my head, inside of my spirit, yeah. I had this excitement. And I had an excitement that I couldn't shake. It yeah. wasn't something that was coming from my head. It wasn't something I understood at all. I remember I was so excited just in my spirit, yeah. knowing nothing, I was so excited that I remember I had a hard time sleeping before I came here because I was just like, I was like, I was just like, I don't know how to explain it. And it was something that I've really never felt in that way before. But it shows our spirits, they're in communi communion with God's spirit. And they know things even when we don't know things. And I had no reason on paper to be excited about coming here. I, did, I literally didn't know anybody. I didn't know Barrett. Buddy wasn't here. I didn't know anything. But inside, my spirit yeah. knew this is where I'm coming, and there's something here. And I was excited without knowing why. Yeah. Um, but God knew. God knew what was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, the thing that's been sticking out to me, and this is something that Pastor said frequently, like, over this last week, was... Um, that humility is the antidote for deception. Yes. You know, put that in the comments. Humility is the antidote for deception. That's right. That's what yeah. I mean, right? Humility is the antidote to deception. And what does a prideful person do? What does a prideful person say? Oh, I can do this on my own. You mm -hmm. know? Like, I, I don't really need to be in church. You know, yeah. I, can, I can serve God without, without being planted. I can yeah. serve God. Or I can choose my own planting, you know, yeah. like you were, you were sharing. Like, but, like, when your spirit... You know, like if we're if our spirit is in tune with the spirit of God, we'll know where we're supposed to be. God yeah. will lead us somewhere, and and He will always lead us to plan ourselves. Yeah. You know, that's what that's how He operates. That's how He works. Um, but a prideful person won't be in tune with that. They, they their bias will be like I can. Their bias will say I can do this on my own. Their pride yeah. will say I don't really need to submit myself to a pastor. I don't need to. I don't need to plant myself in a church. Yeah. Or you know, their pride will say, oh, I, can, I don't have to go there all the time. I yeah. can go maybe once a month, maybe once every couple months, or I can go whenever it's convenient. But, you know, if, I, if I'm tired in the morning, I'm not going to plan. Like, that's what, a, what pride would say. Yeah. But humility, which is the antidote for deception, humility always recognizes that it needs a body. Yeah. Right? Like, because the eye cannot say to the foot, you're not a part of it, right? Like, or... The foot can't even say, "Oh, I, I, I'm not good enough to be a part of the body." Yeah. No, like we need to, we need fellowship. We need the body. We need to be planted. Yeah. And the and and be, why? Because that's how we grow. That's how that's yeah. how we're nourished. You know, the every joint supplies. Yeah. Talking about mm -hmm. the body, every member of the body brings a supply to the other members of the body. Yeah. yeah. And so and so, if for us to say, "I don't really need to plant myself." It's like, it's like me being a hand severing, 
I know this is a graphic illustration, but if I cut my hand off and set it there, is it going to thrive? Is it going to be a healthy hand? No, it's, it has no other option, yeah. but it's going to begin to die. Yeah. Why? Because it's not connected to the body. If, if mm -hmm. I choose to disconnect from the body, I'm doing just as much damage to myself as if I cut my hand off and expected it to live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but we're, we're called in humility to connect ourselves with the, be connected with the body. And, and in that, what we're doing is we're receiving life. Yeah. Because, because that's, that's where life comes. You know, that's where the anointing comes. The Bible talks about how it comes, starts at the head, mm -hmm. goes down to the beard, and then comes to the clothes. Like, that's where yeah. the anointing, uh, like, I know I'm saying a bunch of different things, but the anointing flows in that way. I, if my hand disconnects from my, from my forearm, it's no longer connected to the head. Yeah. You know? And, and the head is Christ. So if I disconnect myself from the body, I disconnect myself from the head. If I disconnect myself from the planting that God has given me, I'm disconnecting myself from the head, which yeah. is Christ. Well, and the Lord can, does, and will mm -hmm. speak to us individually. Like yeah. that, our personal intimate relationship with him is the most important yeah. aspect of our life. However, God also uses men and women to guide and lead us, you know, and we see that in Ephesians 4 with the ascension gifts. God gave gifts unto men, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Those five ascension gifts are truly gifts that the Lord's given the yeah. body. And why? It tells us in, I want to, verse 13, or verse 12, he gave them to us for the equipping of the saints. So they're called to equip us. Like their job, their whole reason for being here on the earth is to equip us. Would we be fully equipped if we were walking out onto the battlefield with the wrong plans in our brain? Like we, we wouldn't be. We may be holding a gun, but if we don't know what the plans are for our life, we're not really equipped well. We just have a gun in our hand and we're dangerous. So the Ascension Gift's job is to equip us mentally, spiritually, physically. Like they're to help raise us up in that for the working of service, for the building up of the body of Christ, this is the Ascension Gifts job, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a, a mature man. So basically, we need to, their job is to raise us up in the fullness of who we're called to yeah. be. Mm -hmm. So even though the Lord will talk to us individually, every single man and woman on this earth has an ascension gift that belongs to them. Every single one. The Lord knows specific, like think of the mightiest man and woman of God. They, per this verse, need to be submitted to someone because there's a gift that God's given for them to be raised up higher. Mm -hmm. So why does that apply to you? Because pastor uses this illustration a lot. What is a shepherd? Like, what's a shepherd's job? A shepherd's job is to protect, defend, guide, steer. And literally, just in stature, a sheep's like this tall, the shepherd's this tall. A shepherd can see further down the road. Mm -hmm. Why are they important? Because honestly, like the pastor said yesterday, you brought it up today. If you're deceived, you don't know you're deceived. <laughs> like, we don't know. If, if I'm deceived... I don't know it, mm -hmm. and if I, otherwise I would fix it. Like, yeah. who wants to be deceived and tricked and lied to? Nobody yeah. wants to be deceived. No one. I'd, I would have already fixed it if mm -hmm. I knew. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. 
It's like, I don't know what the back of me looks like right now. Like, I can't see back there. My eyes aren't back there. They're in front. But a pastor can see behind me, can see further up ahead of me. These gifts are designed to see further and help bring that enlightenment. And without them, we're living a very short-sighted life if we're really living at all. Yeah, it's important for us to 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 be willing to submit ourselves yeah. to that that authority. Just basically, just what you were saying, like like how can I know if I'm walking down the wrong path, if if in my head and everything that I see around me, you know, well, look at it this way, like whenever you watch like uh, like a spy movie or something, you know, like you have you have the guy that's that's in the building, yeah. kind of navigating, do, doing his his thing. But how successful is he going to be without the guy in the van yeah. that's looking at the security cameras, yeah. giving him wisdom and guidance? Because they can see something that he cannot see. Yeah. So, like, so, so for example, like the guy's getting ready to, to to go around a corner. The guy in the van can see. Oh no, there's there's three there's three guys in there mm-hmm. that that'll definitely wipe you out. You know, yeah. hey hey, wait wait a couple seconds. All right, now go. You know, yeah. that guy, his job yeah. is to make sure that the guy inside doesn't die, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, if he, and so if he does his job well, he'll bring things up that that guy can't see that's, yeah. that's in there. And, and that's kind of what shepherds are. You know, they have the, their gifts from God. They're not self-appointed gifts. Some people, you know, that's different. But, like, but true anointed mm-hmm. pastors, uh, true anointed apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, when, yeah. they, when they're called of God, see, God's going to plant you in, in one of those places. Yeah. You know, when we're listening to God, he's not going to plant us in a place under a person who's actually yeah. has no anointing the pastor. He's, that's why it's important for us to be connected with him mm-hmm. and seek him where we go. Um, <laughs> but, so, sorry if you heard that. Um, but, um, but basically, you, you look at it. What if, what if the guy in the van said, hey, wait a couple seconds, and then I want you to turn left. Yeah. You know, and the and the guy in there says, "Who are you to tell me how I should yeah. live my life?" No, I'm gonna go right, and then they go right and they die, and yeah. then they blame the guy in the van. You know, like it makes no sense. But that's kind of what happens yeah. a lot. What we need to do so that we stay away from deception. Th- this is kind of what we're talking about. Why why it's really important for us to listen to the, the leading of God to plan ourselves is because. Because the Lord, more than you, more than me, more than anyone, the Lord wants you to succeed in life. Yeah. He wants us to walk through life successful. He doesn't want us to fail all the yeah. time. He, he doesn't want us to be deceived and to harm ourselves all the time. He wants us to be blessed. Mm-hmm. And where will we be blessed? Uh, if when we choose to operate the way the yeah. word says. And what are we talking about today in particular? The, that planting. Well, and... Here's what I've, like, Marky and I were having a conversation on Wednesday, um, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm not saying exactly what you said, but basically you were telling me how, what, how my desire to submit to pastors has, has benefited you in yeah. different ways learning. It's, it's helped me to see that it can be done, that you can stay submitted, that you don't have to just submit and then... Well, temp- the winds will come and, yeah. and, and knock you out, but then you can, you can stay the course. Well, one of the things that's helped me in staying submitted, because, look, I came and I had no idea what submission and authority was. I, I didn't really know. But these verses in Ephesians 4, literally, the verse, um, da, 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 verse four, or 4, verse 8, when it says, he gave gifts to men, like, 
my spirit grabbed a hold of that, and I, I started viewing pastor differently. Like, when I came, nobody was calling Pastor Brian pastor. Most everybody was calling him Brian. Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah, it, like, for a, a while. Like, wow. So when I came, Boomerang was like, we're what, going to be 13? I will have been here for So Boomerang was five. So for, like, five years, people called him Brian. And that's what they called him. And for a while, like, we called him, like, PBW or PB, like, for Pastor Brian. But even that, like, wasn't really honoring and respectful. And then this verse, Pastor kept preaching it and kept preaching it. And it, it clicked in me. And I realized, he's my gift. Yeah. Pastor Nicole is my gift. Yeah. And when that came alive in me, I realized there's a life source in them. Like, it's not just, he's not just a man. She's not just a woman. They're a gift that God gave to me, and they're designed to help me go higher. Like, that's their job, is to make my life better. Like, that's literally why they live here on the earth, is to help me become all I'm called to be. And at that point, and I didn't do it perfectly from that point onward. I still haven't done it perfectly, but I'm I'm purposing to grow more and more and honoring them. Their words, I was like, what you say to me, little or big, I'm going to honor that like a gift. If it's yeah. corrective, if it's affirming, if it's encouraging, if it feels not encouraged, doesn't matter what it is. It's life and I need to take it that way. And that's why so many people don't receive is because we have just treated the man and woman of God that the Lord's placed in our life commonly. And it's, you're just a dude. Like there was, there used to be somebody who would come often around Pastor Brian and they'd be like, hey buddy, hey buddy. And I was like, no, he's not your buddy. <laughs> but that, yeah. that's when the ministry kind of shifted is one of pastor's spiritual fathers came for his ordination. And that was before we had shifted to calling him Pastor Brian. We called him PB at that point. And Pastor J.B. Whitfield looked and was like, what do you want? Like, do you want Brian or do you want Pastor Brian? Like, what? basically, it didn't come down to what we called him. It was how are we honoring him and receiving him and yeah. drawing on him. What we called him was just an overflow of our heart at yeah. that point. Yeah. But it, we needed to purpose in our heart, yeah. you are a gift of God, and I want what God wants me to have from you. Yeah, well, there's a verse that says those who receive a prophet in the name of a prophet mm-hmm. will receive a prophet's reward. Yeah. So literally what we receive from the, these gifts um, determines, it is determined by how we receive yeah. them. You know, like if, if let's, for example, you got Elijah, right? There's the, the Shunammite woman who built, she received the prophet in the name of a prophet. Yeah. She says, I know that this is a man of God. Yeah. And so she built this whole apartment on her roof for him. And because of that, she received a prophet's reward. Yeah. I mean, many prophet's rewards, right? Like she got a specific word from the Lord when the famine was coming and, hey, you need to do this, mm-hmm. right? Like whenever her son died, her, her son was able to be re- raised from the dead yeah. because she received the prophet, right? Um, there, there's like multiple other things that, oh, whenever she got back after the famine, right, the, her, her whole land was taken from her. And like people took it and they were farming. And so she, she went to the king 
And as she was there, Gehazi, Elijah's servant, was right there telling her story, yeah. her testimony. He's like, oh, this is the woman right now. And she was like, hey, my land was taken. Oh, give it back to her. And everything that they built and all, all like the proceeds that they got, give yeah. that to her too. <laughs> you know, like literally. So she received all these rewards because she received a prophet in the name of a prophet. She yeah. recognized the gifting and she and she treated him as a gift. Yeah. And because of that, she received that. And so, so today, you know, when the Lord plants us under under a pastor, we have to choose: Do I want another friend, or do yeah. I want a pastor? You know, mm -hmm. because I have plenty of friends. Yeah, I only have one pastor. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Put that in the comments. I have many friends, but I I only have one pastor. Yeah. And, and I need and I need to to receive him as such. I don't need another friend. You yeah. Know? I need someone who who's because here's the thing: He has a gifting and an anointing on him that will flow. And give me exactly what I need when I need it if I choose to receive them that yeah. way. If I don't choose to receive them that way, I'm cutting off the gift. And, and I'm not yeah. able to receive what, what, what God wants to use him for yeah. in my life. And so it's really important. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I think I see this more. Like, our, I think I've seen this most with Pastor Nicole is people just thinking she's just Pastor's wife. You know, she, she's just his wife. She's just his mm -hmm. counterpart. No, she's an anointed woman of God. Like, there's an anointing that flows from her when she's ministering, yeah. when yeah. she's, like, just when she's having a conversation. And I wa I've seen so many people not receive from her because they haven't seen her as a gift. They've seen her yeah. as just a, just a sidecar. She's not a sidecar. She's a full-blown motorcycle herself. Like, she's a gift of God. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I know you had something. I have something else, but go. Well, I just wanted to, like, just... Call it out there, put it on the table. Put something out on the table that is the flesh's deception. I think it is it is just a fact. The flesh doesn't like to be controlled. Sure. The flesh wants to be in control. Look at it with a four-year-old kid. Sure. Does the flesh want to be told, no, you can't have that candy right now? Sure. No, it wants to it wants yeah. what it wants. Yeah. Our flesh never get saved. Our flesh never grows. We grow, but our flesh does not. Our flesh yeah. has that in it. It has that. I want to be in control. I don't want to be controlled by other people. Yeah. So a deception is for, I think, a lot of people submitting to a pastor is being controlled by a pastor. Sure. I think a lot of people don't like that. And it's, it's easy. It's easy when you know when you know the nature of your pastor and you know, okay, no, they're not controlling their kind. But on the outside looking in, I think a lot of people have that deception of, I don't, I want to be in control of my life. I, I don't want to be controlled. Sure. And can even, it's, and they can be that way toward God even, but like, does God want to control us? No, God wants, God is so kind. Everything God has for us is, is out of the out of his kindness, out mm -hmm. of his goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So when he appoints pastors and ministers, it's out of kindness. Mm -hmm. It's a a true minister. Their heart is to serve. Yeah. Look at Jesus. Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve. Yeah. yeah. And we have to know in our heart that that is a true a true minister their heart is to serve yeah if they if they have allowed god to give them that heart they want to serve they're not here to control us yeah mm -hmm. and i know some people may have had bad experiences with pastors or parents 
or people in their lives that wanted to control them. Maybe those people were in fear and thought, I need to control this person because, you know, out of fear and different things like that. But that is, that's a deception. Yeah. That's not how God has called for a relationship between us and our pastors or even leaders in the church. Yeah. Even leaders in the church, you, it, it, it's not about being controlled. That is not God's way of doing things. But it's out of a servant's heart of a gift. Yeah. A gift is a blessing. Mm -hmm. A gift is not meant to control you. A gift is meant to help and serve and bless you. Yeah, and there have been movement. Like there was one I think Pastor talks about in like the 90s or so, 80s, 90s, where there were facets of ministers who were very controlling. And it was you you don't have the option of doing X, Y, Z unless you check with your leader. That's not submission and authority. Yeah. That's control. And God himself doesn't even do that. No, he, yeah. he doesn't even control us. No, literally God gives us free will. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, Galatians 5.1. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. So what we're talking about is not you submitting yourself to a pastor and then you have no decision ever again that you make in your life. You do what your pastor says to do. However, what it does mean is your shepherd presents you with options. You know, they're designed from, to hear from the Lord. Like I am I remember when I first met Pastor Brian and I was, you know, I was part of another church and Pastor did not at all pluck me from that church. The Lord actually just, it, it was supernatural what happened, but. Which is rare. Yes, it completely <laughs> it's rare. not a normal occurrence in your life to go from one church to another yeah. church. <laughs> yeah, no, at that point, actually, my pastor announced like a month after I met Pastor Brian that he was resigning. And so like he, my pastor literally left. So that, that's how the Lord worked that. But anyway, Pastor Brian at that point in time could literally had vision for my life. Like the Lord had already given him vision for things that I was called to, things that I was anointed to do, things that would take place. Like I talked to him on the phone and without even telling him things, he would bring stuff up and I'm like, I literally had to make that decision to like later on today. Or I, I've been wondering X, Y, Z. It's because the Lord reveals things like pa pastor brian of washington is like i have a feeling that they're called to be in this house because the lord will start talking to him about us not to spy but to provide insight when we draw on it and so you know i there have been so many examples where pastor brian and pastor nicole both as i have submitted myself to them i'll come up to something and it's an option. They're like, look, I believe this is the Lord. You could do this too. You could also do this. This is ultimately your decision. Like, yeah. here's what we believe we've heard from the Lord on it. We will absolutely go through the word with you. We want to hear what you, but they'll always ask, what's the Lord told you? Every single time, what's the Lord told you about this? How have you, like, what, it, what are you picking up? Like, in the spirit, what do you believe? And they'll help. That's what they're designed to do, to raise us up. It's literally what Ephesians 4 says, is that until we attain to the unity of the faith for the equipping and the raising up of the body, like that's literally what we're called to do is to be raised up. Yeah. If a shepherd, a prophet, an evangelist, a, an apostle, a teacher, if they're not teaching us how to move closer to God, they're not doing their job. Mm -hmm. 
If, and that's, that's what would happen if all they did was do exactly what I say to do, never hear from God for you, all hear from God for you. That's anti their assignment. Yeah. Their assignment is to make us more dependent on the voice of God, and yeah. they become confirmations. Yeah. I heard this from the Lord. Yes, I have this for you too. Yes, I have peace yeah. on this. But when we're deceived, it's our responsibility to be humble yeah. and, to, and to go before them and say, I don't, I don't know what I don't know. Teach yeah. me what I don't know. Yeah. That's our job. Yeah. Well, there. so basically what we've been talking about is that this is all, you know, God has given us gifts so that we can come closer to him. To him. Yeah. He's given us these gifts so that we can step out of deception. Yeah. You know, like like if there's an area of my life that I don't actually fully understand, that's, that humility in the submission yeah. will cause me to go higher. When I, when I humble myself, the Bible says I'll be exalted, right? Yeah. As we humble ourselves and submit ourselves, we will be exalted. The, yeah. um, Hebrews thirteen seventeen says this. It says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they keep watch over your souls yeah. as those who, who will give an account. Let them do this with joy and not grief, for this would be unprofitable for you. So basically, yeah. literally what he's saying is when we choose... To, to, when we choose to honor and when we choose to submit and when, cho when we choose to receive a pastor in the name of a pastor, a prophet in the name of a prophet, when we choose to receive these gifts that God has given to us, like literally these are, some of, these are probably the yeah. greatest gifts that God has given to us. You yeah. know? Like he, he's given to us pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, you know, for the equipping of the saints. He's saying when we choose to receive that, uh, it will be beneficial yeah. for us. There's a benefit to the planting that God's given mm -hmm. us. There's a benefit for honoring yeah. the, the pastors that God has given to, to us. There's a benefit in that. And, and, it, and it really boils down to, you know, um, it boils down to that, what we've been talking about this week is the, the idea of bias, you know? Like, when I put my bias aside, when I allow God to plant me, and, yeah. and whenever I submit to a pastor unbiasedly, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have questions, but really we, we think we already know the answers, something like that. But no, yeah. I'm going to put my bias aside and, and, and receive the gift yeah. that God has given to me. My, I'm going to receive revelation on a level I've never received it before. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to gain revelation in a way that I've never gained before. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people bounce from church to church to church to church to church to church is because they never actually unbiasedly submitted themselves to the leading and the planting of God. And they yeah. always feel like, I'm not getting enough revelation. I'm not getting sure. what I... They, they recognize in their spirit that there's more that they could get. Um, not saying that they're not getting it from that pastor, because they're obviously not submitted, and there's a bias in that. Sure. When you submit yourself, you'll receive st something. Um, you know, pa pastors told, told, you know, stories. I've heard other people tell stories of where they were where, where God wanted them to be, and they're like, I'm just not receiving anything mm -hmm. right now. But then yeah. when they chose to submit themselves mm -hmm. and pray and honor, you yeah. know, the gifting that, that's right there in front of them, all of a sudden revelation started coming. Yeah. And it wasn't because what they were preaching changed. It was because yeah. they chose to receive, yeah. you know. And, um, and so it's important for us, you know, if we want to receive the revelation that God has for us yeah. and to cast out the deception that the enemy is trying to put onto yeah. us, what we need to do is humble ourselves and God will exalt us. Yeah. You know, submit to the gifts that God has given to us and we'll go higher. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun. It gets yeah. brighter and brighter to the full light of day. Yeah. What does that mean? That means we're just getting closer and closer to the actual light, which is God. And when we get closer and closer and the light gets brighter and brighter, that means the darkness and the deceptions that, that surrounds us, that, that's hiding in the shadows. Yeah. If it's getting brighter and brighter, those deceptions are being cast out. Yeah. Well, what, what it makes me think of, and 
for anybody watching in Boomerang, I am aware of this, so I might as well just address it. There is a, per I know there's been in the past at least a perception of whenever I personally have talked about it, it's kind of like if Abby or EO will talk about it. It's like, well, great, you're so close with pastors, and of course you're gonna say this because you're basically like, you're basically family to them. Like you're biased. Right, like I'm biased toward this. Well, first of all, we've, we've read in the word, many different places that this is the word, so this isn't just Barrett's opinion. But it tells us in Samuel that those who honor God, God will honor them. But those who don't honor them, God will lightly esteem them. So I've seen like different people who have thought, not about me, but just in general, like I don't need pastors or that works for them, but pastor doesn't, doesn't want to be as close to me. And that's a deception in and of itself. Like, yeah. that's completely a deception. Yeah. I, the relationship that the Lord's allowed me to have with Pastor Ryan and Pastor Nicole is because I hungered for it. Yeah. Like, I wanted it. It was the disciples' job to seek out Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's never, it's never the leader's job to seek out the disciples. It's the disciples' job to seek out the leader. Yeah. Jesus had all this revelation. You see it time and time again we were talking to pastor, but not about this, but about this, this example in the word about how Jesus would speak in parables. And then the disciples would come to Jesus and be like, well, what did this mean? The disciples were hungry for more. They wanted yeah. more under, they honored Jesus differently. Yeah. And because they honored him differently, Jesus was then able to give a different response to yeah. them yeah. because of their honor. Yeah. Well, that's what, through not because it's not a Pat Barrett on the shoulder moment. I can grow in this so much. Like, so it's not, I, I haven't arrived in it, but I desired that relationship with them. And I've heard pastors say time and time and time again, if you want us, you have us. Like if you, yeah. I've heard them offer it to people. If you want to spend the day with me, come spend the day with me. Like if you yeah. want to set up a meeting, set up a meeting. Like yeah. if you want that time, we are there to give it to you. But so often our bias or our fear, wherever it's been of, I don't want to be controlled. They're going to tell me what to do. I don't want to fix my life. Or, I don't want to be rejected. Or I don't want to be rejected or they don't really care about me. They just have to do this. All those things talk us out before yeah. we even get to a position where we yeah. can have that intimacy with them. I, I, I have like specifically, I have a moment where I realized that um, with you. So a while back, um, I was with pastors and the family and uh, we were on a trip and you and George were in the car, another car with us, traveling with us. And we were with a lot, we were, a lot of people were traveling that day. We were all going toward the same place. But you and George were the only people traveling with pastors. And I was in the car with pastors and the family and I asked them, why? Why are George and Barrett the only ones that are traveling with you guys right now when all these other people are also traveling? We're all going to the same place. I said, do other people not feel welcome? Like, what is, are other people thinking, well, George and Barrett are special? And this is especially, anyone can hear this, but this sure. is especially for Boomerang right now. Because you guys know Barrett personally, and you know how committed they are and stuff. So I asked, 
what is happening in this moment right now? Why, why is it that Barrett and George have this opportunity to travel with you guys and no one else is doing this? Is it what's going on? And um, they said, they're the only ones that asked. They're the only ones that wanted to. So to me, I'm thinking, my immediate response before that was, well, I guess other people, like, are they not allowed? Like, are they not allowed to have this time with pastors? Sure. Or are they insecure? Like, I, I don't, there's something here. There's a, ma there's a massive difference between, it's just Baird and George. And they just said, they're the only ones that wanted to. They're the only ones that reached out. Everyone else wanted to travel by themselves. And probably, probably if I had to assume, and I think they said this, probably some people had some deception of we probably are not wanted. Like we, sure. Barrett and George are special. Barrett and George are the ones that get to have this time with pastors. And, you know, we're not wanted. Pastors probably don't want us to travel with them or or maybe some people just want to do their own thing. But in that moment, it really hit me because I was like, it's not pastors. The, the pastors are not saying, Barrett and George, you travel with us, no one else. Yeah. It was solely Barrett and George's hunger to honor pastors. And also, it, it wasn't necessarily as convenient for you guys in the natural, probably, sure. to be submitting to someone else's schedule of the way the pastors, if the pastors are stopping, you guys are stopping. And when they eat food, you guys are going to eat food. Because yeah. when you're traveling with someone, you have to be, your car has to stay with them. You can't, you yeah. can't go off and do your own thing. You have to stay connected to them. So you guys were submitting your travel yeah. route to the pastor's travel route because you wanted to honor them. You wanted to be there to serve them. Yeah. If pastors needed something, what if pastor's tire blew? You were the only ones there to yeah. help with that. No one else would have been available. So you guys are knowing, okay, we're here to help them if they need anything. Yeah. And we just want to honor them, and we're hungry to be around them. But it really hit me that that was your guys' decision because I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that no one else had even tried. Well, recognize, and again, that goes down to, to that coming alive inside of myself and George, that they're my gift. How am I going to take care of my gift? Like, and genuinely, the, man, the men and women of God that you're called to, they're your gift. And not just pastors, your leaders. Your leaders are your gifts. Like, not just your shepherds. When the Lord, your boss, your gift. That's exciting. I know. I felt it as I said it. But genuinely, those that are placed in positions over you, the Lord's given them to you to honor in that way. But particularly with the ascension gifts, they're, they're gifts. So George and I think that like we've trained, and again, it's not a, we're so awesome. We have so much to work on with this stuff in and of ourselves, but we genuinely think, how can we take care of them? This earlier this week, a small thing, but they were traveling like 10 minutes down the road, but it was something that we knew possibly could have opportunity with it. So George reached out, can we go with you? Do you need us to do anything? Would you like us to take the kids? Because we want to take care of them. But here's how it works. As we take care of our gifts, God takes care of us. As we humbly take care yeah. of them, as we humbly 
ensure that the vision happens, God then adds to us. Like that seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, Matthew 6, and all these things will be added unto you. God will not allow you to honor without you them being honored. He, he yeah. won't allow it. Yeah. He doesn't. And that it can't, is included with bias and deception is when we are humble and we are submitted to our leaders, God and, and we're truly treating like their words are life, like down to the little itty bitty things. When we take them as, oh, I should probably do that. Like, oh, I, should, I, I can tweak that. God will then give us things that bring clarity and bring freedom and bring so much life to us. But it, it ultimately is our decision of, yeah. am I going to honor? Will I not honor? And that decision of honor D- d- honestly, a lot of times determines whether we're going to walk in deception or not. Honor is that is a, is another safeguard. You know, humility is the antidote. Honor is a safeguard to deception. It yeah. puts us in position to to not receive it yeah. in that way. And I wanted to make sure I was clear with that story of the car thing. It wasn't at all a hey, everyone else is they just they're no. they're not caring or whatever. All I meant with sharing that that example is is. There's so much more available to sure. us. That, that's all I'm saying is, is pastors are, that gift is available to sure. us. And not just pastors, the Holy Spirit. Like sure. the Holy Spirit is so much, there's so much available to us. That but if we don't know, we yeah, won't pursue it. If we don't know, we won't pursue it. So in, the, in that situation, if we just assume I'm not welcome or I'm not wanted or, yeah. or different things like that, that will keep us, there's that deception of, you know, uh, this person doesn't want to talk to me right now, I don't think. Yeah. Or I, I'm in the way. I, I don't want to be in the way. I don't want to take up their time. And that's, that's, that's deception trying to keep us away from our gifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But really, the only way that we can overcome that deception is by putting down our flesh that's yeah. telling us, in our, or our soulish thinking that's telling us, Oh, you're just going to bother them. You're going to be an irritant yeah. to them. That's oh, like a that's, huge deception. Yeah, and the only way we can overcome that is by putting it down and doing it anyway. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, like I don't want to bother you, but I have this and this and this going on. And and if they're truly anointed to shepherd and to pastor, you're going to begin to see their heart, yeah. you know, come out. Wow, you know, they're not bothered whenever I do this, yeah. you know. Like, um, and then, and then like that relationship, that yeah. fellowship that you have with, with your shepherd just grows and develops and you, and then you begin to see both the anointing and yeah. the heart, you know, that God has given them to shepherd and lead. But it really starts with, I need to put down my bias of, oh, I could probably figure this out on my own. I don't yeah. really need to bother them or I don't want to bother them. Or, you know, when I throw that aside and that deceptive demonic thinking you know, of, of I don't want to get yeah. on their nerves or irritate them. When I throw that aside and just, you know, honor and submit anyway, because that's yeah. what the word says, whether whether I feel like I'm bothering them or not, I got to do what the word says, yeah. you know. Um, and when I do what the word says, the word tells me it'll be profitable yeah. for me. It'll be beneficial for me. And I'll begin to actually understand their heart and the yeah. gifting. And in that, begin to understand God, his heart and his yeah. and his love for me more too. Well, and, and and here's what I want to make sure that you guys recognize. I said it earlier, but I can't tell you how much I did not understand this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I did yeah. not understand this. Like, the Lord has done a work in me. Like, I... I remember being here less than a month and going out to dinner with a whole bunch of other pastors. Pastor Nicole wasn't there. I don't know why, but somehow it was just me and a whole bunch of other pastors. 
including our pastor. And Pastor Brian said something, and my reaction was, shut up. That's the level of dishonor that I had where I thought it was okay to be like, shut up right now. Are you kidding? <laughs> so like from someone who didn't understand a thing about it to thinking that was okay in front of a whole bunch of other leaders and to now being able to talk about it, the Lord, it doesn't matter where you were. What matters is what the Lord can do with you as soon as, do with any of us, as soon as we make a heart change. And just getting around your shepherd and your gifts of God will make such a huge difference. Because it's not just when they're behind the pulpit and now I have a word from God. Like it's literally in, can be in day in, day out conversations. There's a moment with Abigail that I remember super vividly. I don't remember what decision she made. If you do, just holler it out, remind me. But we were in, um, we went to the Believers Convention in Texas. And Abby was like 12, I think. Mm-hmm. She, re- Abby's favorite animals, elephants. Mm-hmm. We had met a man who owned like an elephant farm in Africa. And like super cool, whatever. A few days in, Abby had a shirt that had elephants on it. We're getting ready to go. And Pastor made a comment like, you know, you, you may want to wear that shirt today. I don't think you did, did you? I, I don't remember 100%. I want to say she didn't, but I'm not 100% confident. But just for the sake of the story, I don't think she did. And we ended up running into that man later on that day. And again, I don't remember if she did or didn't, but I remember Pastor Brian specifically saying, do you remember when the Lord told me to say, you maybe should wear it? That was the voice of God. And I realized that was just a conversation. Like in my head, I thought that was just a pastor, a a dad talking to his daughter and making a recommendation and it wasn't a big deal. But literally that shirt like connected, like could have connected in a different way. And by the Holy Ghost, without him even realizing it, he was picking up on it. And it was in that moment where I realized I need to pay attention. Like little things like that can literally have an impact and so and and that just comes by proximity being around but it's it's choosing to be around you have such an you're in such an awesome position because you get to live with them like marky lives with pastor brian pastor nicole the girls luke like she's in that home with them and she gets to be around all the time what an unbelievable honor and position but yet we can do the same thing just by choosing to get around them now Mm -hmm. and i think something that's really important to talk about is We've been talking about submitting to our pastors or submitting to our shepherds or whoever it is, even our bosses or whoever. I think it's something that we need to grow in so much and I need to grow in so much too. Hi, Rachel, by the way. Hello. Hi, Dan. Dan said, you better say that. These types of uh, negative mindsets are evil. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important for us to even just for a second talk about the importance of submitting to each other. Yeah, 100%. Um, uh, It's, I know for me, it's it's more comfortable for me to submit to a natural authority position, yeah. and then uh, not submit to anybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. And it, it yeah. feels safer to okay, I'm going to submit to these to my pastors, these two people, and everybody else, I don't have to submit to them. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. these people, and and this isn't just about submitting to anyone. This is when you are in the body that you're supposed to be, when you're planted where you're supposed to yeah. be then that body is is supposed to be part of your body. Yeah. You know, that body is supposed to function as one. Yeah. And honestly, like, 
we need to be submitted to each other. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to be submitted when we're setting up for this broadcast, when we're working together. I need to honor the gift that's in you guys. Sure. I need to honor the Holy Spirit that's in you guys. Yeah. I need to not be familiar with this is Buddy, this mm -hmm. is Barrett, yeah. mm -hmm. but this is a man of God. Mm -hmm. This is a woman of God. Mm -hmm. And I can glean from that gift. I can glean. Maybe it's not an ascension gift, at least at this moment, but there's still giftings in you guys sure. that it's up to me whether I'm going to receive them or not. Mm -hmm. It's up to me whether I'm going to receive that blessing or not. But yeah. it comes back down to our flesh not wanting to be controlled. Mm -hmm. So our flesh might have a reaction to that. You might have a reaction to that. As I just said, that I'm not like that. But are we going to have a deception of, I don't want to be controlled by anybody, I don't like that? Or are we going to see that there's a blessing mm -hmm. in submitting to each other in yeah. the body. Yeah. Whether it's boomerang, whether it's at another church, if you're at another church that God has told you to be at, mm -hmm. there's a blessing there in submitting to each other. And your parents and your siblings, you know, they're and your they're, family and your family and your children. There, you know, there's there there's wisdom in doing it. There are ways of doing it. Yeah. But um, if it's a godly relationship. Mm -hmm. There's provision there. There's provision mm -hmm. yeah. in our relationship for yeah. me. There's provision sure. in our relationship mm -hmm. for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, it goes back to what we were saying, you know, where every joint supplies. You know, mm -hmm. every joint, what, what is that? That's the connect. The joint is the connection between one part of the body and the other yeah. part of the body. So yeah. my connection. I never thought about that, that yeah. it's a joint connecting to. Yeah, so it's like that connection. That's, that's the connection. So my connection with, with another member of the body yeah. brings a supply. Yeah. You know, our connection with every member of the body brings a supply. You know, so like if you're saying, well, where's that in the Bible? That's where it is. You, you, yeah. It's also here in Ephesians chapter 5. This, literally, this is what it says. So don't be foolish. This is Ephesians 5, 17. Do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. What's the will of the Lord? He'll sit. We're about to see that. He says, don't be drunk with wine, for that's dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Speaking to one another, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. That's, you know, we do that on Sunday mornings. But then he goes on to say this. Always giving thanks for all things in the name of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another yeah. in the fear Which of... Which means submit. Yeah, yeah. So be subject to one another in Not the fear God, of Christ. Yeah. one another. One another, yeah. So, like, we are supposed to have that fellowship with one another. Yeah. Serena was telling me, um, Serena, Serena's watching right now, she was telling me that there was someone that was talking to her, and, um, and she was, oh, what church do you go to? And they say, oh, no, we, we kind of have church at home, you know, like, you know, where two or three are gathered, you know, he's there, so, you know, it's just, you know, our yeah. family and that's all. And that's a deception, you know. Why? Because you're not submitting yourself to, to one another. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah, where two or three are gathered, he's there. But that's not referring to church. That's yeah. n That has nothing to do with church. We're supposed to, uh, you know, the ecclesia is an assembly of believers. A call, a call out. out assembly yeah. where we come out of our homes and come together and submit ourselves to one another and sing and worship and praise God and encourage. Iron sharpens iron. Iron cannot sharpen iron when they're unless they're actually in contact, right? Yeah. How can I sharpen you if I yeah. never see you? 
You know, like, th- this is where, when, like, like, this is a great thing for you to build up and strengthen yourself, but you need to get out of your home, and yeah. you need to be fellowshipping with people. You, yeah. If you read the book of Acts, where were they, what were they always doing? They were always coming out of their homes, yeah. going into other people's homes, having, yeah. breaking bread, singing, worshiping. They were constantly devoting themselves, you know, to prayer and to yeah. fellowship. That's yeah. what they were doing. They were, they were supplying one another. They were sharpening one another. Yeah. They weren't just, you know... Uh, watching services on a, on a TV screen and saying, oh, I had fellowship. Yeah. That's not fellowship. You know, yeah. we, we need to come in contact with other believers. We need to plan ourselves, and th- that's the way God ordained yeah. it and designed it. You know, like what we're doing right now, it's great, suppl- it's great to supplement, you know, um, you know your, your walk with Christ. We're teaching, growing, developing, but there has to be a point where we come out of our homes and gather together mm-hmm. and, and bring that supply, fellowship with, mm-hmm. meet with our pastors, honor, honor that, you know. Yeah. Um, the joints are connected. They can't be connected if they're always separate. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I know... It's in, it's in Exodus 18, I think. Um, but here's, here's the point I want to make. There's going to be a point. The Lord is, God is the God of increase. Mm-hmm. Again, specifically talking to Boomerang. There's going to come a point in Boomerang where Boomerang is too big for Pastor Brian and Pastor Nicole to personally be able to personally have their hands in every single mm-hmm. life. It's not going to be possible. We're Boomerang Church International Incorporated. International Incorporated. When we have a whole bunch of campuses and we're overseas and we're doing all these things and pastors traveling, like we've had it prophesied over us that we need planes for pastors to fly different places. It's literally going to be impossible for them to have a hand on each and every single person. They can't do it. And that's the exact issue that Moses faced is he had all these people and he was managing all these people all by himself and probably burning the candles from both ends, which is what the word tells us not to do. And then praise God, he was submitted to his father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Jethro came and he's like, what are you doing, Moses? <laughs> like, this yeah. is not a good setup. And what he recommended for Moses to do was to pull out and set up leaders within mm-hmm. that body. And the leaders oversaw 10,000, some 1,000, some 100, and they oversaw based on the leading of God. In a body, if we're not submitted to one another, then we're never going to be able to grow effectively. We'll never be able to outgrow just one man and one woman. Mm -hmm. But here in Boomerang, we have an international vision, like international vision. I don't know the last time you heard Pastor talk about it, probably recently. The vision of this house is that we win 20 million souls by 2036 that's some people. (laughs) That's some people. They will be in this house. Maybe not all 20 million, but we're going to have a percentage of those. Mm -hmm. It requires us to be submitted to one another. Now when it's uncomfortable, when it's much more comfortable to just be submitted to Pastor Brian, we've got to be willing to assemble together, to to give preference for one another. It goes back to the word Pastor Brian just had on Sunday of being hospitable to one another. If our love won't grow, then we'll never be able to grow effectively as we're called to. But we're called to grow. Yeah. We're called to grow. And this is the design of God. Yeah. And here's why it's awesome. Because God knows exactly what's needed in the house. And he knows, I need a Marky who is so literal and analytical and so thorough and can literally find any problem anywhere and fix it because she is so able to hone in on this needs to work better. I need somebody who is this 
thorough in what they do. I need Buddy who brings so much joy and laughter and he is able to be so creative with things and he has a gifting for for being able to think through so much stuff. Like I need them to come together and I need Barrett to learn from Marky how to think more thoroughly. I need Barrett to learn from Buddy on how to be able to come in and make a whole room of people laugh just by looking and being like, what? I don't know what I did. But yet having that joy just exude out of you to such a degree. Like I need an Abigail who has such a big heart for people and, and you can learn how to love just by watching her. Like we need to come together because together we are the full picture of God. Together, not just by ourselves, together. Together, the body is the picture of the full diamond. Every facet is represented when we're all part of the house and submitted, but there's a process. Even the leaders, Moses oversaw the leaders. The leaders submitted to Moses. The people submitted to the leaders, and then the people under those people submitted to those people. Like, it's a whole, it's why teams are important. Um, That's our leadership training, but it's It's so important to be willing to do things that our flesh doesn't necessarily want to do and to learn that there's a way that's probably better than how we've been operating. Mm -hmm. And when we'll do that, that's when we'll avoid deception because then there are so many people involved that you, like when you're submitted to one another and you have that family and that, not saying you share everything with every single person, that's Mm -hmm. not it. But when you're together, like if Marky is about to go off and like derail, I can see that. Like, I know her well enough to know her emotions seem a little bit different today. Something's up. She knows me well enough to be like, something's off with Barrett. She's really quiet. We know Buddy enough to be like, Buddy seems weird. What's up with Buddy today? That's sharpening each other. But you've got to come together. And in that coming together, that's how you avoid deception. Because I can see it where you can't. You can see it where I can't. We can see it where he can't. Just because eyeballs are here, not behind us. Like, that's, that's how we're made up. But that's why it's so awesome, because we don't have to do everything. Yeah. Like, you don't have to watch your back. You've got a family that's mm-hmm. called to do that. Yeah. You've got yeah. a God who does that naturally and who teaches us how to do it for you even better, to pray for one another, to believe for one another. That's Oh, the body's so cool when the yeah. body is what it's supposed to be. It does so much cool stuff. Mm-hmm. This is basically what prayer was, by the way. You weren't, really? you weren't here this morning. This is how hyped I was through prayer. Really? Like when you realize the picture of what God has put together, yeah. oh, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally the coolest thing that yeah. we don't have to do it on our own. Mm-hmm. You And how much pressure will that alleviate when we realize, put this in the comments, I don't have to do this alone. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You're not designed to. Mm-hmm. We're not good at it when we try. We don't have to do it alone. We've got a team, and you have a really interesting mic connection right now. Yep. I'm so sorry. (laughs) There's some kind of sound happening when you move. This is an example of what happens with Buddy, and then the room laughs, and he's like, what did I do? This is it right here. (laughs) You're not moving? I promise it's the cord. It's nothing else. (laughs) What else? Would it be a dinosaur in your back pocket? (laughs) Sure. That's what I was going with. Arabella put the laugh track. (laughs) That's awesome. So I'm sorry if you know you're wearing headphones and that blew your ears out, but (laughs) we'll we'll pray for you for that. Amen. Um, Amen. But this has been good. Amen. 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 Amen.
Everybody's deciding what to do and trying to read my face right now. That was mm -hmm. fun. No, it has. This yeah. this is one of those words. Take yeah. this, share it. We're gonna pray. We're gonna allow you to sow seed just mm -hmm. because we love you, yeah. not because we want it, because we love you yeah. and we want your life blessed. But this is one of those words where we have an option. Bear it right now on the word. I have an option. Am I going to allow this word to drive me more into the word and into what God's called me to do? To honor, to submit, to prefer one another? Or am I just going to be like, well, that was fun. Have a good day. Yeah. And that's our choice. That's, so, that's what's so awesome about God is he lets us choose right now. Yeah. What are you going to do with what you just heard? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to let it drive you to change and ultimately watch your life go up higher or are you okay staying where you are and never going higher? And that's ultimately the choice that's before. Yeah. So we decide. And if you are one of the people who says, you know what? It's not even a choice to me. I've got to go higher in the things of God. I've got to pursue my Lord with all that I have, including doing it his way, even when my flesh doesn't understand it, seem yeah. to like it, or want to do it. I'm going to do it his way. Yeah. I don't know why we keep coming back to that Frank Sinatra song, but it's been here all day long. <laughs> Abby's like singing off to the side. Truly, let's do it God's way. Yeah. Even if we've never submitted correctly before, which I have been there many, many times. We could have so many fun coffee stories of them. But God's there to help, and his yeah. grace is there to help, and he'll teach us how to do it better and better and better. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Are we pray? <laughs> Lord, thank you for this word today. Thank you for the time, the, the ability thank to even you. have this broadcast yeah. right now. Thank, thank you. you for setting up this whole situation, this whole, this whole moment where we have been able to gather, we have been able to come together yeah. and hear this word that you have. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for every person watching. And, and right now, God, we agree together we agree to pursue yeah. you with all that we have, Thank you, no matter what that looks like. Your way of doing things, God, we want to do it your way. Thank you, we Father. decide right now, we decide to submit the way yeah. that you want us to submit. We decide to submit to our leaders, to submit to one another the way that you have for us. And God, open up our eyes right now. Open up our Thank eyes you, to Father. the gifts that you have yes. for us to the blessing that you have for us. Lord, soften our hearts yeah, right now. Where we've been hurt by people, where yeah. we've had deception, deception lies that have made us think that the issue has been you, God, yeah. or that the issue has been people that you've placed in our lives, mm -hmm. Lord. In the name of Jesus, we remove deception right now. Yeah. We humble ourselves right now. Yeah. God, soften our hearts. We, we choose to soften our hearts right now, Lord. Help us to see the way. Let your light shine in yeah. the areas that have been dark, where our yeah. hearts have been hard that we haven't even realized it. Lord, through humility, we operate in your ways right now. We let the light shine in the dark areas to, to let us submit to one another to another degree. Yeah, thank so, you, To Father. let us submit to our pastors in another to another degree, Lord. We choose right now. We make a heart change right now. Thank and you, thank Father. you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that helps us from this moment on, even starting now. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that gives us the wisdom and the help to walk through that. Thank you, Father. 
Yeah, and just say this out loud. Say, Jesus, Jesus. shine your light in me, shine your light in on me, on me, and reveal any hidden darkness. Reveal any hidden Let darkness. nothing be hidden. Let nothing, nothing be hidden. Let everything come to the surface. Let everything come to the surface. And I yield to you. And I will do what you've called me to do. I will live in your ways. Dominion of the King. Rise up in me now. Rise up in me now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been an awesome word. If this has ministered to you, put a hand up in the comments. Do something. Um, and we also want to give you an, an opportunity to sow. If this is ministered to you, put a hand up in the comments, and we would encourage you to sow. Yeah. Um, you know, this the, sowing is one of the ways that you say, no, I'm going to attach my faith. I'm yeah. esteeming this word that was just given to me. You know, and, and, um, and I guarantee you, you know, as you begin to esteem what the Lord's been giving to you, like, uh, just, like all the gifts, you know, yeah. the pastors, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, all that, as we esteem that and esteem the ministry, you know, um, Paul talked, you know, we partake of the gift that, yeah. you know, the Bible talks about, you know, you become a partaker of the giftings yeah. of, of the, that ministry, of that pastor, of that prophet. And so we want to just give you an opportunity to sow and just become partakers with yeah. the grace that God has given uh, this ministry. You mm -hmm. know, this ministry has a word. It's our year of increase. Yeah. You know, that that's the, a word that was given over this year. And we've already seen like 10, 12 vehicles just yeah. you know, co yeah. co come into this ministry. We've seen God do mighty things. Like, like we could pull it up, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. you know, um, tens of thousands of dollars of debt erased, hundreds of thousands of dollars of, you know, pay increase, all these different things. Yeah. God's been doing stuff. So, yeah. you know, um, just all we're asking you to do is just, Lord, do you want me to? If he says no, don't give. If, he's, if he gives you a word to give, you know, just be obedient to whatever yeah. he says. That's really what matters because yeah. yeah. that's where the blessing is. But we have all the different ways that you can give. You can go to giveww.org and give that way as well. But guys, we love you. We're going to pray over every seed sown, and then we'll pass it over to Abby. But Father, right now, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for every seed that is sown into this ministry. Father, thank you, Lord, that you bless it, press down, shaking together. It'll be pouring over into their laps, God. Thank you, Lord, that the seed that is sown in faith and the seed that is sown with, with joy, the seed that is sown in obedience to your leading and your will, God, I thank you, Lord, that it is blessed you, in Jesus' name. We believe it. Amen. 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 Thanks for being on with yeah. us today. We will be back on Monday at 1130, so make sure that you are here then. But if you are not a part of a church and you just heard us talk all about church and needing to be submitted and you don't know where to go, we invite you to come to Boomerang this Sunday at 10 a.m. We have our worship service, and we would love for you to be a part. If you do not have a church home, if you've been asking God where to go, Come and be a part of what, what's here. And I can guarantee you that even if this isn't your place, our shepherds will pray and believe with you that you find the place yeah. that God has planted you in. So you can't lose either way. So if you don't have a place, come and be a part of what we're doing this Sunday. But if you do and you don't come on Sunday, then we'll see you Monday at 1130 a.m. We love you. And here's Abigail. Hey guys, I that was just amazing and I want to encourage you just like I have already done, make sure that you like this video and share this video on Facebook. You can just press the little share button and share it to your um, feed. I think that's what it's called. 
But then also, if you're watching from YouTube, there's a little arrow that says share. And if you click on that, there will be a button that says copy link. Now you can copy that link, you can paste it into Twitter, you can paste it into Facebook, you can just text it to your friends and family, whatever you wanna do. That is one easy, easy way to help us spread the word. Get this word out to your friends, to your family, and we just love you guys. We will see you again on Monday at 11.30. We are super excited. Have a great weekend. Bye.